It is Monday, March 20th, and this is your Morning Mud. This episode is brought to you by Mudwater. Mudwater is a coffee alternative as well as the most aptly named sponsor for this show ever, with one-seventh of the caffeine as a regular cup of coffee. It's made with masala chai, cacao, mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and that is it. And I know what you're thinking, Matt. You are somebody who loves caffeine. Why would you be hawking for a company that is advertising less caffeine? And that's because it worked. It's true. I love caffeine. I used to drink two energy drinks a day, and now I might have one a week. All thanks to Mudwater. If you or someone you love might want to make the switch to Mudwater, all you have to do is head on over to muddiedwatersoffreedom.com slash mud to make the switch today. Good morning, everyone. I am Matt Wright, Editor-in-Chief of Muddied Waters Media. Hope everybody out there is having a fantastic Monday. Um, let's get into the news. Obviously, the big news over the weekend was the news that on Truth, Sol uh, on Truth Social, Donald Trump announced that he believed he was going to be arrested Tuesday for uh, for failing to properly disclose payments to Stormy Daniels concerning a 2006 affair that he had with the former adult film star. Now, he says that there was no wrongdoing. Um, he said that there was no wrongdoing uh, and that no campaign finances were used in these payments. Um, and the federal investigation in this case ended in 2019 uh, with them saying that there were no there were no issues. Uh, but the Manhattan DA has continued looking into this and started a grand jury in which uh, Trump's former Trump's former attorney and so-called fixer. I mean, I don't know if you can call Michael Cohen a fixer anymore. Uh, he seems to be the guy who's causing all of the problems. Uh, testified against Trump along with Stormy Daniels. Now, like we said on Tuesday or over the weekend, Trump says that he believed that on Tuesday they were going to come and arrest him. Um, he said that. He said that uh, there are indications that the criminal charges might be imminent. And according to new information that's coming to light this week, uh, Trump predicted that he'll be arrested on Tuesday in connection with the investigation conducted by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office and called on his supporters to protest ahead of a possible indictment by the grand jury hearing evidence in the case. Now, a lot of people are taking a look at this truth a tweet i don't know what you call these things at, at this post on truth social and they are comparing it to his his posts surrounding january 6th and saying that this is very um 
this is very irresponsible of Trump because he is continuing to push for more riots and protests and more uh, people acting out against government. I don't see it that way. Like, it is the right of the American people to protest. We said that here at Muddied Waters Media, and a lot of people said it, you know, during the 2020 protests. Uh, once you start getting into riot territory, that's where rights start going away. The moment that you are infringing on somebody else's property or uh, self, then you are then in violation of rights, and you do not have the right to do that. If If you're calling for protests, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. I don't care which side of the aisle you are on. If you are calling for protests over something that you think is unjust or unfair, nothing wrong with that. The moment that you start saying we need to injure people or loot or, uh, you know, burn these buildings down, that's where you start having issue. So if he is just sitting there saying, I want, you know, go out and protest. Nothing wrong with that. And I read and I read his post. And to me, nothing in there did it like it's written in all caps, but it's Trump. Everything he writes is is uh, everything he writes is in all caps. Um, but, yeah, he was saying. Um, he was saying uh, our nation is now third world and dying. The American dream is dead. The radical left anarchists. I don't. I don't think he understands what anarchists are, have stolen our presidential election and with it, the heart of our country. Technically, what he said is of our, our country. American patriots are being arrested and held in captivity like animals while criminals and leftist thugs are allowed to roam the street, killing and burning with no retribution. Millions are flooding through our open borders, many from prisons and mental institutions. Crime... <laughs> Crime and inflation are destroying our very way of life. Now, illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan District Attorney's Office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime and whose leader is funded by George Soros, indicate that with no crime being able to be proven, based on an old and fully debunked by numerous other prosecutors fairy tale, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America, will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. Protest. Take our nation back. It is, it's time. We are, in a, we are a nation in steep decline being led into World War III by a crooked politician who doesn't even know he's alive, but, but who is surrounded by evil and sinister people who, based on their actions on defunding the police, destroying our military, open borders, no voter ID, inflation, raising taxes, and much more can only hate our now failing USA. We just can't allow this anymore. They're killing our nation as we sit back and watch. We must save America. Protest, protest, protest. And again, nothing wrong with protesting. If he were saying, you need to go out there and enter, you know, enter these places against their will and, you know, do damage, then that's the issue. What he's doing here, there is nothing wrong with what he's saying because you can peacefully protest something that you disagree with. Now, 
As far as the uh, district attorney, as far as the district attorney who is uh, Soros backed, yes, the guy, the guy was funded. His campaign was funded by Soros. And he is somebody who he has been one of those DAs that hasn't been uh, prosecuting violent crimes, but instead has been letting people out onto the streets, which you've seen a lot in a lot of the blue cities, especially after the George Floyd and the defund the police movements. This is one of the DAs that was doing that. Um, I think, it's, is it in LA or in New York? I think in New York, it may be DC. Like they're changing the uh, crime of carjacking and they're changing the name just so there won't be a crime for it. Um, so the DA has been letting a lot of people out for a lot of violent crimes, but has been putting all of his force into this. Been, been uh, All of his focus has been on Donald Trump and about this indictment. Um, which Kevin McCarthy for him, you know, having his own issues, Kevin McCarthy has a lot. He, he tweeted the other day. Um, and he said that, uh, where's that tweet? Here we go again. An outrageous abuse of power by a radical DA who lets violent criminals walks as he pursues, pursues political vengeance against president Trump. Um, and this is something that you are seeing right now. Like, this is something that's going on. Like, I hate to make it sound like I'm in support of Trump in any way, shape, or form, or I'm supporting McCarthy, because I don't. I don't like either of these people. However, if we want to start going after people, if we want to start going after uh, former presidents, which I have no problem with, I have zero issue with this, it's got to be across the board. It absolutely has to be across the board. And if they think that this isn't going to come back to haunt them in other ways in the future, they aren't really thinking in the most political way that you possibly can. Because you know that the moment that one party starts going after former presidents, the other party will start. It always has been that once you become president, anything you've kind of done is off the table because nobody wants the other party to do that to their guys. So let's just say 2024 rolls around, the Democrats lose. And, you know, Trump wins, DeSantis wins, whoever wins. Um, what is going to stop that president from getting district attorneys and attorney generals and everybody else to go out and go after your Bidens, your Obamas, your Clintons? What's going to stop that from happening? The fact that there was always sort of an unwritten rule in politics that you don't go after these guys is something that it's just never really been broken. Now it's okay. We're going to break these. We're going to break these unwritten rules again. No problem doing it. The question is, is what you're doing it with worthy of doing it? Now they're saying that the Dems are calling this like Trump's illegal uh, business practices. And that that's what they're saying is, you know, we need to look at his illegal business practices and he needs to go to prison for his illegal business practices. Okay. Now I'm totally okay with that. But remember that is going to turn around and come back on you. And when you say, when you say in four years or five years or eight years or whatever, um, that this is, uh, what did, what did, uh, what did, uh, Kevin McCarthy say? 
he said said he uh, Kevin McCarthy said he would direct relevant committees to investigate if any federal funding is being used to subvert or subvert our democracy by interfering in an election with politically motivated prosecutions. Yet you're going to call these politically motivated prosecutions when it's going the other way. And the people on the right will support them then, and they aren't going to support them now. And the people on the left are going to support this one because it's Trump and he's bad and we need to get Trump out of there. But they aren't going to support it in the future when they're going after uh, Obama or Biden. And, and for anybody to believe that not a single person or that any single person has made it to the presidency without committing at least one felony, you are daft beyond all belief because they absolutely have committed multiple felonies in order to get there. So this is going to be a wild week for uh, politics. Uh, personally, I think if they do arrest Trump, if they arrest Trump, it will absolutely boost his numbers. It will solidify so much of the right behind him. And actually, that's actually a really, mm, that's a good thought that I just had. If it solidifies the right, okay, so the Democrats think that they can beat Trump easier than they can beat DeSantis. You can see that by the way that they've been attacking DeSantis. They can't attack him for a lot of things, so they've been hitting him. They can't attack him for being corrupt because there's no evidence that he's corrupt. They can't attack him for being stupid because he went to Yale and Harvard uh, Law and they can attack him on the culture war stuff, but about roughly 50% of the country agrees with him. Um, so that's not something that's going to stick. That's why, like, you saw the report come out last week that he eats like an animal. And, like, he was one time eating pudding with his fingers. Uh, like, they're hitting him with weird things. And I think they're going for things that they think will resonate with the American people because they don't think that they could beat him one-on-one. -on -one. Or he, would, he wouldn't be as easy to beat one-on-one. -on -one. But they think they can beat Trump. And they know that if they arrest Trump, or at least put the feelers out that they're going to arrest Trump, that will boost Trump's numbers and get more people behind him. So there's a chance that this is something that's actually not going to come into Or if it comes into play, it's a plan by the Democrats to ensure that Trump wins the nomination. I'm not going to go out and say that's what this is yet, but that's just as we're sitting here doing this like live for me, uh, live for me, you'll hear, you'll hear this later. I'm wondering if that is what it is that they're doing is they're trying to get the Republican party to coalesce behind Trump because they think Trump is easier to beat. Something to think about. Uh, something to think about. Stay tuned after these commercials. We'll have uh, the rest of the show and we will talk to you then. Welcome back, everybody. Um, let's flip over to the other side of the coin. We talked about Trump for the first half. Let's go to Biden. Um, so Joe Biden is apparently going to be announcing his final decision on whether or not he's going to run in 2024 in the next couple of weeks. The later this goes, the less likely it is that he's going to run for re-election. Right now, it appears as though he's going to. And in doing so, it appears as though, like we said last week, uh, he is moving from the far left position that he is in and trying to go somewhere further to the middle. He's trying to get back to the ideological middle 
because he knows that he's not going to be able to run on a far left uh, ideology in 2024. Now, the three issues, uh, we started talking about this with the oil or with the uh, DC, with the DC crime bill. Um, but that is one of the things, uh, as we know, the DC council said that they overhauled the city's criminal code, uh, but the GOP said that they were going to veto it. And Biden said he would not override, the, he would not stop that bill. He would not veto that bill. So a lot of people were upset with him about that. Uh, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, if the president supports DC state, DC statehood, he should govern like it. Um, then with oil, as we talked about last week, he said that there'll be no drilling, period. It ends here during the campaign. Uh, but we know that he approved ConocoPhillips' new Willow, uh, Willow project to drill for oil on federal land in Alaska. And then on immigration, we've been hearing for the last uh, two years, two and a half years, that there's been a lot of migrants coming across the border in Texas and that there's a lot of immigration happening and that people on the right have been calling this a crisis. Biden is now reportedly considering whether to readopt Donald Trump's policy of detaining immigrant migrant families at the southern border amid concerns that lifting Title 42 in May will lead to a rush of migrants. Bernie Sanders, who is somehow still relevant and people are saying that he is the, uh, the most logical choice if Biden doesn't run because the Democrats don't have anybody good enough uh, under the age of 70 to run for president. Um, but Bernie Sanders said, I think the devil is in the details and we will see what happens. But he has made decisions that progressives disagree with. Absolutely. We will see what comes in the next in the next year. Um, now, Biden's aides are quick to say that there's no coordinated, deliberate strategy to move to the center. But all signs kind of point to, yes, he's moving to the center. Everything that he has been doing has sort of created a divide between the president and the progressive base of the Democrat Party. Now, this kind of shows you where the, the how Biden... How do I say this? It provides it provides a, a look into how Biden views his presidential campaign in 2024. He knows that people are getting tired of the quote unquote woke, the, the woke, the base, the whatever. People are getting tired of that. And it's all about economy. It's all about economy. Gas prices are still 350 here. And, you know, up to upwards of 350 in Florida, inflation still at 6% or $34 trillion in debt. Economy is going to be the big thing. If you hit culture, 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 and do things that people are going to perceive to add to the economic woes, you're not going to get reelected. And I think that Biden and his team kind of understand that. And they are going to speak to the middle. They're going to try to get those independents. Um, but 
we will see what happens in the future. Uh, we're going to see what happens in the future. Everything is just sort of ramping up. Get ready, people. This is going to turn into one hell of a ride. I hope everybody has a great week. We will uh, see you here tomorrow morning. That is the episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you enjoy what is happening here at Muddied Waters Media, I ask you to do a couple of simple favors for us. Please, whatever podcasting platform you are listening to us on, give us a five-star review. Also, leave a review. And the biggest way that you can help is by sharing this episode with your friends. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We will see you again very soon. And remember, where we're going... We don't need roads.